What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Gameoverse episode 134 for Saturday, February 18, 2023. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always by Rick. What's up? Yo, what up, everybody? This is Rick. We got not a lot of news to talk about, to be honest. Not a lot's happened in a while, but, you know, it's still going to be fun. We got some stuff to talk about. It'll be fun to talk about what we've been playing. So let's yeah. start. We're going to start, man. Tell the people what you've been playing. Yeah. I played yeah. some X Defiant. Yes, uh, what is that? It's uh, Ubisoft announced this game, like, I don't know, maybe a year ago. And it's still in like pre-alpha, but they're allowing, they're doing some testing. And um, I can't show footage, but I can talk about it is what the deal is with that. So, oh, is it that like, that super forgettable like 3v3 shooter they showed off a while ago? Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's, it's, it's 6v6. And the way they, remember when they announced it, it came out and was like, yeah, it's punk rock mosh pit type shit. Uh, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> I remember it being super generic, just like yeah. here's every other like squad shooter. I think it came out the same time like Valorant announced their like their squad shooter mode, and I was yeah, like, okay, these look the same. It's basically their Valorant. It's more like a. Uh, it's hard to explain, man, because it's like a. It's like a. It's mostly like a Call of Duty. It's basically their yeah. Call of Duty, but it has they're they're adding some overwatch elements to it that's seems kind of interesting on the surface but once you actually start playing it's not as that like overwatch stuff isn't as impactful so like the way it works is imagine call of duty i think call of duty did do something like this with one of their games i don't remember which one but it's you have like it's call of duty but there's factions that you can select and they each have some sort of ability that they've got like a passive ability and they've got an ability that you can trigger on cooldown and then once you charge it up like an overwatch you get like an ultra that you can pop off okay um but i like but it, it's normally the like the normal moment to moment stuff is a straight up call of duty so guns it's got all the guns normalized weapons and you can customize them put different attachments on them or you can just and you have like loadout slots so you can customize and you can every time you die you can just swap them out depending on whatever situation you might be in right but the overwatch stuff takes form in that there's these different uh factions that represent different Ubisoft games. So there's a faction okay. in there that represents Ghost Recon. Actually, specifically, it represents Ghost Recon Phantoms, which okay. I had to look up. <laughs> uh, it was like a free-to-play Ghost Recon from 20, 2014. I think. I've never even heard of that. All right. <laughs> yeah, it didn't last very long. I think it only lasted like two years, and then they canceled it. But uh, and like their ability is like they can shoot out a shield, right? So this is how this is how the, the, like the tactical shit comes in, because uh, their ability is they can shoot out a shield. There's a faction that represents um the liber libertari 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 i forgot what the fuck they're called 
the 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 far the far cry guys from the last far cry game libertard libertards <laughs> liber i don't know what you're talking about liberate there's called something liber something from uh far cry 6 um and they're like more of like a support faction they focus on like healing so they have their passive ability as they heal your teammates around you uncle Dolph is in the chat he says screw the libertards um they 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 have like a passive healing ability. So if you have like teammates next to you, you, they'll heal passively, or they can throw down their their active ability. Is they can throw down. Actually, they have two you can select from. So one of their abilities is you can throw down a healing orb, and whoever's just standing around it will heal. Or another one you can choose from is that you get pills, and you take the pills, you get a bunch of health. You can like overload on health. So like, you know, that's the thing. There's a Tom Clancy's, uh, th th this is the one that pissed people off. Cause it had like a, um, like a splinter cell faction to where one of their abilities is you can just straight up turn invisible. And another one is you get like recon scopes. So you can like spot people from afar or like through walls and shit. You know, it's like stuff like that. And I think the the last faction, because I don't think all the factions are in this testing phase yet, but the last one was uh, DeadSec. And they have like hacking stuff, which no one chooses, by the way. Actually, most people only use the, the Far Cry faction, the healing one. Like yeah. most people, like in a 6v6 game, it's probably going to be like four people using the Far Cry faction. Just everyone healing each other. And like maybe you have one guy that's on like the Splinter Cell faction because it tells you like it, it pops off as like, hey, you've been spotted on the radar or your position is revealed and shit like that. Uh, so right. that's the one thing I'll say about this game is that it's fun. It is fun to play, but the faction stuff is just not it just doesn't manifest in a way that's like it just turns into it just turns into Call of Duty basically it's straight up Call of Duty and you've got all these abilities that just don't make sense in the gameplay at all because you've never there's never any incentive to use any of it for most of the like there's there there's a there's a couple game modes that one of them is like a domination like capture the point capture and hold type shit which again like the map design isn't really like at no point are you like oh let me pop this shield because a shield doesn't it's not like a bubble shield it's like whatever's in front of you shield so even yeah. if you pop even if you pop the shield the map design is so fucking ridiculous that anyone can come in from above you anyone can come in from behind you you're never in a position where, yeah, I'm going to pop this shield and it's going to be a tactical advantage because they can't shoot me from front. It's uh, super, like, not. <laughs> like, never was there any situation where I'm like, because the dead set guys have a hacking ability so you can hack other people's powers to work for you. But no one has any powers that, because everyone's like, oh, I can turn invisible. But that only that works for, like, the person using it. That's not something you can hack to work for you. I mean, maybe it is, but even then, the time to kill is so low. Like, two, three shots, you're dead. So it's not like you even have 
any chance to do anything uh, crazy like that. Like, never, never are you in a situation where you could turn the tide of battle because, oh yeah, I hacked this guy's shield and now it works for me. Like, it's never that tactical, I feel. So, I, I feel like the whole abilities thing just doesn't make sense for the type of game that they made here. Yeah, it doesn't sound very, like, well thought out there, <laughs> like for what's in there. There are a few different game modes, but you can't I, you can't pick any you can't pick any specific modes at least in the um in the alpha test here. So uh, there are game modes where that stuff does kind of make more sense because you are like pushing a point like in like in uh, Overwatch. There's a where you're like pushing a, a payload down a path where it makes a little bit more sense there because yeah you can you you know where you're gonna be you know where the enemies have to intercept you so you can like put a shield here and be like yeah they have to intercept us here so we're gonna like set stuff up here so they can't really fuck with us but uh, like on a more like open scale domination mode where it's like points all around the map and anyone can come at you from any direction. It just doesn't make sense most of the time. Uh, so, but the gunplay is fun. I will say that, like, the gunplay is straight up. It's, like, fun to play. Just, like, fuck the abilities. Let's just shoot each other type shit. Um, like, that stuff is fun. So, I, I think if they kind of just double down on the Call of Duty aspects and just, like, make the abilities more just killing people focused <laughs> i think maybe yeah. they'll have something or just or just read like map design just uh redesign the maps because the map design is actually fun too like i said it's pretty dynamic in terms of like there's a lot of vertical there's a lot of verticality to some of the maps you know you can you can get up and and kind of fuck shit up that way See, that sounds cool like there sounds like there's some cool ideas it's just they're not like really doing a lot to implement it or at least make it like viable in an actual game. Yeah, because that's basically what people are doing. It's 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 that type of game where it's like it keeps track of who was on the objective the most. And every round, it's always like I'm I'm getting the objective points because I'm playing it like a fucking tactical. Yeah, I'm gonna get the objective type game, and everyone else is playing like 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 it's a fucking death match. And it's like. Yeah. <laughs> But I only played three rounds, and yeah, it was like two domination rounds, and then one where it was like um, push forward. It was like a like a it was like a capture mode where you push forward, and they try to defend. Which that one made more sense with the abilities because some of the points were like, hey, it's like a straight. Uh, the the point was like, hey, the team is ahead of you. And they can just pick you off with snipers. So it was one where it was like, oh, I'm going to throw the shield here and they can't pick us off. And then they're going to throw their healing down. It was more tactical. It made a little bit more sense in that way. But you can't, you couldn't like pick, you know, you couldn't choose what mode you get. So it was, uh, it just wasn't really, uh, yeah, so... I think I think they could have something here, but the abilities I think the abilities just need to make more sense in terms of the yeah. game the game mode. Otherwise it's just a deathmatch. Like otherwise it just doesn't make there's no point. Yeah, and that's the thing that sounds like the most frustrating about it is that like 
if if you, if you pigeonhole it to like a single death match, like what is there to do after that? All these cool abilities kind of just don't do anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're just, just going to pick the ability that helps you get the most kills. So, and that's what people were doing. They were just picking the, the Libertarios and those are the ones that get like, you could just boost your health that way. Just, Cause the time to kill is so fast. Like as soon as you spot a guy, they're down and a couple yeah. shots. So, it's like they can either give people more health because it's not like an Overwatch where like if you do pick like a tank character, you at least know that oh he's got the shield and you can like walk with the shield in Overwatch. Whereas in this, it's like you deploy the shield, it's up for like three seconds, and you can just walk around it. Like it's not even yeah, it's it's um yeah so um yeah. It's yeah. a cool game. I think they've got a little bit more work to do in terms of uh, making... Because, yeah, because if you turn Overwatch into a deathmatch, it kind of just doesn't work. There's only a few characters yeah. that... Like, they, they do have a mode in Overwatch, I think, that is straight-up deathmatch. And, yeah, there's just characters that just don't work in a deathmatch setting because you're just going to die. <laughs> so... Yeah. I'm like, that's what this feels like. It feels like Overwatch, but what if it was just a deathmatch... And yeah, there's only a few characters that work in terms of their abilities. So, um, yeah, that's that's X Defiant. Gunplay good, abilities bad. <laughs> yeah, um, it's kind of annoying, man. Um, I haven't been playing a lot. Xenoblade uh, Chronicles Three. I'm still playing the shit out of that. Still excellent game. Still very fun. Definitely, if you own a Switch, you should have Zelda Chronicles 3 in your library. I'm just going to say it. Like, yeah. It's an incredible game that you should definitely own. And I also got I got the Switch online. Like I said, I got the expansion pass with my brothers and my cousins. We all just chipped in and got it. So it was like about less than $15 between each of us. And... I decided to give Banjo-Kazooie a shot. I haven't played it since I was like a kid, so I was like, yeah. I wonder if this game aged really well. It surprisingly holds up pretty well. <laughs> I booted up, I played it unironically for like an hour and a half. And I was like, wow, this game actually holds up pretty well. I was impressed with how well the game, how well the game stands. Um, a couple things I need that make it better, obviously, with Switch Online, I have suspend points. I could put out at any time so some of the more annoying like platforming stuff if i like fall off i have to climb my way back up to do it again i can just set a, res a, res uh, a restore point before it so i'm not like gonna deal with that tedium um also if you die you get kicked out of the level i have to go back and find all the music notes over again which is fucking stupid so <laughs> i set up a restore point so it doesn't happen um <laughs> Well, and, and the, the, the camera's kind of jank, but I think most N64 games had some jank cameras. But this 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 holds up a lot better than I expected, like an N64 3D platformer to hold up. I was surprised how good the game still is. Um, it's also very charming. There's some stuff in the game I didn't notice when I was a kid, like how the music, how dynamic the music is. Like if you're walking by a level, you hear the standard, like, you know, 
banjo kazooie like music when you walk by a level it like the motif changes to match that level you're walking by yeah so like if you're walking by that beach level it turns like kind of a sea shanty kind of sound like it's and it's very like how can i word it it's very dynamic the way it does it so when you walk by the area you, you hear the sea shanty get a little bit louder the closer you get to it and I, that's something I didn't even know was in the game. Like, that's really cool. Like, there's there's so much cool shit in there that I wasn't expecting from a game that came out, like, what, 1999? <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's a design doc that explains how they went, how they made that music work. Because it is pretty complex what they had to do to get it to work. Joker in the chat. Do we have two Jokers? Is that what's going on? Joker Phantom Thief is a different person than Joker one five zero three zero five number jokers is those are different jokers hi two jokers <laughs> <laughs> hello double jokers double joker <laughs> but yeah, but yeah like there's, it's a very good game very good very complex i was surprised like how much was in there that i was like actually having fun with um yeah, that's all I can really say about it. It's a good-ass game, dude. <laughs> like, I was surprised. I was really surprised how good that game still is. Like, I might just, like, finish it, honestly, because I haven't played it since I was a kid, like, a really little kid. Last time I played it, I was, like, super little on original hardware, so that kind of gives you an idea how long ago it was. Um, but, yeah, to see it, like... like the oh, My only complaint is the camera, because the camera's super jank, and it, it emulates the... N64 controls we're using the C stick the, the C buttons to like control the camera so even though I have another stick it's not really being used like a stick and it's super obnoxious but yeah I think the uh, that's one of the things that the the Xbox version fixes and I t I'm I kind of wish I, I don't know why they're not just working together on this shit to get those games out on a more official capacity because the only way you can play the good version or the best version of all these rare games is to get like rare replay on 360 or just to have that version still and play it on xbox one or whatever you have but well rare replays xbox one isn't it yeah that's what i'm saying like you get the xbox is it 360 well it's the 360 version of this game Oh, oh yeah 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 that's on rare replay okay yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense so like if you still have that i think it still works on all the xboxes but that's like the only way to play it is if you have well i guess if you just have an xbox it'll just still work but they need to get it on pc they need to get it on like switch they need to get it on everything man because it's, it's the best version like you play this version it's like yeah it's good but they've made some improvements Definitely to the controls that, um, like, there's some moves in that game that do use, like, some of the C, the C button stuff, and I don't know, it's a little weird to do. Yeah, on one that, of them like, is, like, the, what is it, the, what do they call it, the turkey trot? I can't remember when, like... The, the talon trot. The talon trot, yeah, and that's, like, you hold, like, the R button to crouch, and you hit the C stick left. yeah. But Which I guess I, in, like, the 360 version, that was just assigned to, like, a single button. <laughs> yeah. Well, they got, like, more triggers to work with, so I think it, like, uses yeah. the triggers, I, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... 
it's a great game. It's just man, it's a good ass game. I just wish some of this N sixty four stuff was better, better optimized. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's straight up emulation, so it's just it's gonna work the way it worked back then, and that's the bummer. But yeah, it's a huge bummer. Like another one that's like really weird is like Sin and Punishment. That one's fucking awesome. I think that one aged the best because the game itself is like it's a rail shooter, so yeah, you know, it's hard to fuck that up really. But because it's based on N64 emulation, right? Um, remember the N64 only had one analog stick, and it's not a traditional rail shooter. Like you control the character. It's like the 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 air levels from Kid Icarus. Yeah, I think that was the one game that used it didn't use the right side of the controller, right? It used you held the if you know what a fucking N64 controller looks like. I think you you, you used the D-pad and the analog stick. Yeah, you use the D-pad to move the analog stick to aim. Yeah, so, and that's Which, the fucked up thing. Yeah, so when you play that on, there's no way to like bind those controllers to use both sticks. So. There's a way to change the control in game. So it's like if you want to use the analog stick to move the character in the D-pad to aim, which why would you want to do that? You're a fucking weirdo if you do that. <laughs> um, it switches so both the sticks on your Switch controller control the character. And same thing, if you have it so the D-pad controls the character, analog stick controls the aiming reticle, both sticks are to control that aiming reticle. So I have to use the D-pad to move the character, which is fine, but it doesn't feel as good as I can just use both by sticks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that one, I'm like, I think I just tweaked that little thing. Like, it'd be perfect. And I try to do it in the actual system settings. You can actually, like, bind the controls in the Switch menu itself. And I thought maybe I could do it in there, but no, you can't switch what the analog sticks do. They're always going to do, like analog stick shit um and that's really obnoxious and i can't just like control the d-pad with the analog sticks because that would solve like all my problems but i can't even do that from like the switch menu it's just there's a lot of little annoying things with it that i'm like they could just optimize this better like i understand why they did it so you could like preserve the way the game was played before but we've evolved past that as a species like come on like yeah. let's get some modern controls up in here or let me bind it however i want you know get in the switch menu in the actual like n64 online menu let me bind the controllers however I want to bind them. If I want to put like the D-pad movement on like the left stick, let me do that. Like I don't understand why I can't do it that way, but whatever. <laughs> that would require some effort, I guess, on Nintendo's part. They don't want to do that. They just want to break in the money. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only way you think about it is that there's so many like annoying little like eccentricities you got to deal with when it comes to like N64 stuff that it's. It's still worth, I think it's worth it if you can split it up between your buddies, but if you're paying 50 bucks a year for this, I feel bad for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the GBA stuff is great. Like, there's, you can't, there's no way to fuck that up. Like, <laughs> I haven't noticed anything wrong with the GBA stuff. I played uh, a bit of Super Mario Brothers 3. I played a little bit of uh, Mario Luigi Superstar Saga. And those feel fine. I don't see any problems with it. So... Again, though, it's a GBA. It's kind of hard to fuck that up. I'm sure, like, there's something wrong with it, that there's some, like, huge, like, emulator enthusiasts are like, well, actually, 
the color <laughs> ratio and dithering are totally off original hardware. Oh yeah. So I'm sure there's like something out there, but it looks fine to me. So no, I heard I heard <laughs> the emulation was actually because it gives you options to like change the color palette to different like versions of Game Boy, which most emulators do that now. The good ones do that. They're like, hey, this is a Game Boy Color, this is a Game Boy Micro, this is a Game Boy, and they all have different ways of processing the color and you can emulate yeah. that if you like wanted to like no this is original gpa or this is a gpa sp uh type shit so it's, it's, it's I cool i around with that a lot so if that is the thing i'll have to check it out oh yeah. So, yeah it's it's pretty cool it's a, it's a cool little thing to have I, I i think it's just you know if you're paying 50 bucks a year for it you know it might not be worth it to you if you can like divvy it up with your buddies or some family definitely upgrade to it it's a good subscription to have yeah. like i said i'm paying like less than 15 dollars a year per person so i think it's worth it but that all depends on your value really um but yeah banjo kazooie that's what i was talking about originally still holds up super well super surprised how good that game still is um but that's all i've been playing really uh let's get into some news now playstation plus has updated their catalog for february so for extra and premium, you have Horizon Forbidden West. How long ago did that come out? It was last year. Um, yeah. Like I towards mean, the end of last year, right? Like November or am I tripping? No, I, no, it was like last year. It was like March. Oh, February last year, like early. Okay, yeah. February 18th. It's been exactly a year today. <laughs> okay. Okay, so yeah, well, I guess maybe that's... <laughs> yeah, that's why it's on, like, PS Plus now. So um, I guess, is that the time frame we're looking at for their exclusives to hit like. the catalog? One year to throw them on there? Which, just for shits and giggles here, let's see how much that game goes for. I bought that game for $60 and regret it. <laughs> I did not. That game is just not... That game did not hit. That game is still $55. What the fuck? Woodoff said, wow, you didn't see their one-year anniversary tweet. Shaking my head. SMH my head. Seriously, Dolph? SMH my head? <laughs> What's wrong with you, dude? Uh, but no, like, it's cool that it's here, but it's like, I don't want to keep, I don't want to sound like a Game Pass shill, man, but like, that stuff's available day one. Like, if Forbidden West and Xbox exclusive, you would have got that shit day one and on PC. Like, come on. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It's good for people who are just not who haven't played it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy this game had I known how shitty it was. But uh, so it's good that it's here, so people don't have to buy it now. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, I I was looking at this list here, and I was like, I I could get a I could get a PS5 and enjoy some of these games apparently ps5s are like readily available now but i don't believe it because everywhere i look it's still like it's I, I went on amazon and you can just order one uh the digital ones you can just get the the physical ones you need to like you need to get you need an invitation or something oh yeah i'm good off said it wasn't shitty just repetitive and boring you mean shitty? That's not shitty to you, dude. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I hated the first game. And I was like, oh, this one looks like it's doing stuff a little better. And no, it was actually, actually it might even be worse. 
in terms of I don't know the pacing. The pacing is just way. I don't know. It's like I. It's not shitty. I I will say that it's not shitty, but for me, it just wasn't. Uh, it's it's just too much. Of, it's just too slow for me. Let me just talk about really quick. The PS Five has been out since November twenty twenty. It'll be three years this November, and it's still not readily available, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> like. Yeah. How long uh, was can, the PS4's lifespan? Like eight years, right? You can just get them on Amazon. The digital ones. Yeah, but I mean, those are ones I care about. I don't really need physical. <laughs> uh, they're cheaper. Like I don't need to pay more for a disc version of the same shit. But still, like for those first two years, though, it was like impossible to get anywhere. And again, what was the PS4's lifespan? Like eight years, right? Can you imagine if like? One fourth of the lifespan, you just couldn't get one. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's so annoying. Uh, just I'm, get on PC, dude. That's what I'm doing. Just get on PC. <laughs> I, I'm considering getting one just for, um, like the catalog seems okay. Like if you get premium or extra, you're getting these games for you know it's their like Game Pass shit, and you know there's stuff on here that's not on Game Pass, like the Quarry they just added. Like yeah. the quarry, the quarry is pretty good. Yeah, there's a couple games here that aren't on Game Pass. The quarry's there, Resident Evil Seven, um, Outriders has been on Game Pass for a while, but it's cool. It's gonna be on PS4, PS5. We all talk though. Don't sleep on Outriders. It's actually a pretty fun game. Like, yeah, actually, Outrider that game is cross, uh, cross platform. Yeah. So if you have it on PC or whatever you have it on, this this will probably give it a new life. You know, it'll probably be yeah. a lot of new activity there, people to play with. So, well, for the base game, not the expansion. People got to buy the expansion. But oh, true. We'll but that, you know, it might yeah. might it might be enough people playing that get interested in it to buy that expansion. Yeah, least... it's legit like a pretty fun game. I was surprised at how much fun the game was. It is fun. Like, it is fun. Yeah, when you get to the end game stuff, like if you like the end game grind of Diablo, like you'll like Outriders. <laughs> As someone who's like a uh, Diablo 3 fan who like returns to Diablo every season, like, you'll like Outriders. Uh, Scarlet Nexus is on there. Scarlet Nexus is on there. Also on Game Pass, pretty solid game. Yeah. Borderlands 3 is on there. Again, another solid game. Tekken 7's on there, but just for PS4, not PS5. Uh, another very solid game. Ace Combat Seven, Skies Unknown. I heard good things. I played it. Very cool game. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I've never been an Ace Combat guy. I had a friend who had. Uh, he modified a. Uh, or I, I heard about a guy who modified a fucking combat helmet, um. To play these fucking games, like a like a military yeah. helmet, to for just for Ace Combat. And I was like, that's crazy. So then I checked it out and I was like, these games are actually pretty. It's like, imagine uh, Metal Gear Solid, but if it was like a flight sim, that's how insane these games are. Um, I played this one specifically on PC and it is like, it is that insane in terms of like how, yeah. just, how, how serious it gets. I don't know. It's like not serious, but just the way it presents itself is very extreme. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's really cool it's really cool so 
Um, that's a that's a fun game to check out. Like, like Metal Gear Solid, where it's like kind of silly but very melodramatic. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The soundtrack specifically is like very <laughs> fucking. Yeah, it's like really cool. It's really cool. We'll check it out then. I'll have to uh, check it out then. I mean, it's on Game Pass, so fuck it. Like, just try it. <laughs> oh yeah. Earth Defense Force is on there. Earth Defense Force, yep. I heard good things about Earth Defense Force. I heard that's like unironic, like a really funny, fun game. <laughs> it is. It is a little jank, but um, it's fun. I don't understand how that game works because, like, you can you can pick like soldiers and shit, but you shouldn't because the wing diver, the one that can fly, is like the only one you should be using. Like, <laughs> she can she can fly, and then you can give her like a cannon and shit. And it's like, why would you be like on the ground as like a foot soldier when you can just? Yeah, why fly? pick anything else? Yeah, and so, um, yeah, that game's fun. We also got Onanaki, Lost Fear, I Am Setsuna. Uh, those are those like JRPG games from who made those? Some Square Enix like studio, Square, I think. Or, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Forgotten City. It's an indie game, right? It was, uh, I think that was like, uh, I think that was an, uh, a Skyrim mod. Yeah. That got turned into its own game. Yeah. And it's really cool. A really cool concept. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like a Groundhog's Day type of mystery game. That heard is really cool. I'll have to check it out. It's on my list for sure. Games I want to play. Yeah. Uh, and then some of the classic stuff, because this is what I wanted to hear about. <laughs> Legend of Dragoon is going to be available. Fantastic yeah. fucking game. So that's great to see. Wild Arms 2 can be available. Fantastic game. Harvest Moon Back to Nature. Never played it. The Sure All Humans. Fun game. That'd be cool to see. They're starting to like, buff out their library a little bit, which is really cool to see. Why, like, why is Destroy All Humans in this tier when the remake is available for the that. same system yeah well no it's a ps4 yeah it's not i don't why is that why is that in this tier <laughs> is that the ps4 game or is it the ps2 PS4? original hold on that's ps4 are you saying you're thinking it's the ps2 game but you could play it on ps4 that's how yeah, i'm did, interpreting it yeah they did do that yeah, they did that with like. Side no, games. the description says the PS4 remake. Oh. A cult classic returns, terrorize the people of the 1950s Earth in the role of the evil alien Crypto 137, harvest DNA, and bring down the US government in the PS4 remake of Legendary PS2. <laughs> Why is that in classics? That is, that's not a classic. Like, it's a remake, but. Is RE2 remake going to be listed as a classic too? <laughs> is RE4 remake going to be listed as a classic? Like. That is weird. I thought you just mistyped it, and it was like the PS2 original, like I on PS4. Do, but no, that is in that is in the this tier of you have to pay more for this tier, right? It's not like or I yeah, think so for the premium tier. What the fuck? Yeah, oh. it's in their premiums. They're classics. What? I don't know. I don't understand. Asked. Someone messed up here. Yeah, someone must have fucked up. There's no way that this is. That doesn't make a lick of fucking sense. But whatever. 
Ah, that's so weird. <laughs> that's weird and dumb. Uh, quickies, Power Wash Simulator is getting a Midgar special pack for Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. I, I did uh, not see this coming, I'll be honest. Like, this yeah, is this unexpected. is not on my 2023 bingo. I like the, uh, the image they announced it with. Well, it's not, it's not on their, uh, it's not on their website, but on Twitter, they put out a little image that had, uh, a, a guy standing in front of, uh, Midgar with, like, his, uh, his his power washing tool oh yeah on his, i saw on that his shoulder uh set up like it was in, in final fantasy 7 which is pretty funny um this looks cool basically you, yeah, you clean cool. uh you clean the bike you clean the bike uh air buster yeah uh so the buster swords there too to like get cleaned up like It's uh, apparently available for free for anyone who already owns it, so that's cool. Yeah, it'll be free on uh, March second. This is coming out. That's really cool to see. Like, <laughs> that's such a cool like, little thing to do. Seventh Heaven, which is uh, Tifa's bar, you get to clean that. <laughs> Ooh, cool! Uh, the uh, Mako Energy exhibit. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. I wonder, like, what work went behind the scenes to like get this to happen. Like, who had to talk yeah. to who? Square Enix doesn't really like work with people, so <laughs> yeah. Well, because you don't see these kind of crossovers with their shit like ever. So yeah, like even with like Nintendo bringing Final Fantasy characters to Smash Brothers, like yeah. It's like rare. So for these, like, it was super, guys... it was super weird about it. Yeah, for these indie guys to do it, not just that, have it be a free update. Like, I wonder what was done to make this happen. Was Square just kind of like, yeah, you can go ahead and use it, and like, just didn't have to pay any royalties or anything? I doubt yeah. it, but they're releasing it for free, so it's not like they're gonna. They're not worried about making the money back, so. Yeah. I don't know. I want to. I want to be a fly in the room of that deal and like see what happened. <laughs> That'd be super interesting. Uh, Dead Island Two just went gold. That's coming out a week early. So see you all in LA on April twenty first, twenty twenty three. But uh, Dead Island Two looks fucking awesome. Like jokes aside, it looks pretty fun. Like I, I can't wait for that to come out. Yeah, I want to kind of play it, but I want it crazy it's actually coming out because you know people have been waiting for this wave uh, that was announced when the ps4 got announced i remember yeah. no xbox one it was at the original xbox one presentation i think yeah 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 it was it's been a while man so it's cool to see it happen finally to the point where i don't even remember what this game is supposed to be <laughs> like i don't even know what this game is anymore so it was the island in la basically i remember the yeah. trailer had that dude like jogging and like people getting turned into zombies yeah, all around. Yeah, that, them. but they've shown gameplay, and I don't remember. I mean, I guess it's just Dead Island, I guess. But I, I remember the gameplay had like a lot of customization. They're showing off like, oh, here's a gun. Oh, here's a nail gun. Here's a nail gun with like a fire mod. Here's a nail gun with like an electric mod. I remember that, but okay, so it's like a Diablo. About, almost, yeah. But that's like all I remember. Um. 
That's, that's like good. literally all I remember. <laughs> this game better be good because they've been working on it. At least like if it's not good, I don't I don't want it to have any like problems. You know what I'm saying? If it's shit released and it's like buggy and fucked up, uh, I don't think they have any excuse for that. Yeah, there's like no reason for it to be like all yeah. fucky. Like we'll as long see. as it, as long as it releases and it's the game that they wanted it to be, be it good or bad, that's fine. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with it once it drops. I'm gonna check it out. I won't buy it day one. I'll wait till the reviews come in, but I'm definitely keeping an eye on it. And some other news: NetEase acquired Quantic Dream for around 100 million euros. Weird deal, this, right? Like, yeah. Quantic Dreams games library isn't exactly in uh, NetEase's wheelhouse. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, I'm assuming, I don't know. They're, they're working on that Star Wars game. I heard they were having issues with working on that Star Wars game. But they'll... What issues are they having with it? Like, just write a shitty script for all your games like you always do. <laughs> I will not stop shitting on Quantic Dreams, dude. Their fucking writing is garbage. Yeah, like well, it, it's it's what's his face? It's uh, what the fuck that guy's name is? David Cage. David Cage. Like yeah. I don't know. His it's, he wants to, he he does all the writing, right? I'm sure he has a. Team, well, here's but... here's my beef with them though. Is like they want when their first mission statement, you know, when they released like Heavy Rain, it was like, oh, we want to evolve like gaming to handle issues that to be taken seriously as a medium by like taking away. The thing that makes video games games. So. And his idea of doing that was like making everything a quick time event and having you like fail shaving your face and having to start over again. <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Or uh, you cut yourself shaving and that has implications for the rest of the story. <laughs> but it doesn't really because it just circles back to <laughs> the same fucking thing. Like. Jesus Christ. I saw this like. There's this video where this dude like has the same feelings I do. And he's like bitching about like Quantic Dreams. And I'm like, yes, dude. Like he was comparing it to like other games that actually make choices matter. And oh, I have to like find this video. He was comparing like um heavy rain to uh to um disco Elysium. And just the way he feels everything I feel. I like I feel like kindred spirits with this man. Where is it? Where is it? Here it is. Here it is. So if you gotta check out uh Uric Salad Bar, he has this great video of like deconstructing like why heavy rain is fucking garbage. And it's he just hits on all the points I've been talking about forever, dude. The fact that these choices don't really fucking matter and characters' motivations change with the choices that you make, like and they don't really matter from like from start to finish. It's super annoying when you like think about how the story is and it's God, he touches on so much stuff that I've been talking about forever. And it's it's something I hate about Quantic Dreams. So with NetEase purchasing them, I'm saying I'm just thinking here like good riddance. <laughs> like having made pachinko games. Have like the robots singing slave songs because they have to buy on the on the eShop or something. <laughs> yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. I hate Quantic Dreams. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't want this to be like a Quantic Dreams like minute of hate, but they're fucking garbage. Their writing's garbage. 
Yeah. The only thing they had going for them is they could tell a good story. I'd forgive them because Telltale does the same shit, but their stories are actually good. And they don't pretend to be this like titan of the industry trying to change the way we look at video games. They're just making good stories. And yeah, the fact that Quantic Dreams can't do that with like a hundred times the budget like pisses me off. Well, hopefully this helps. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's maybe not. they'll have like a <laughs> maybe their story will be very sympathetic to the uh, the the Republic or whatever the fuck that like the you know like they'll, they'll like China will get their hands in there and be like no 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 we can't make the the the, uh, the, the Galactic Republic look like the bad guys here. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's gonna be like a bunch so. of like dictatorship, like propaganda. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, the dictatorship republic run by Darth Vader is actually like the good guys, and here's why it's best for the galaxy. Here's why everyone should have a dictatorship, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or a republic disguised as a dictatorship, or a dictatorship disguised as a republic. I'm not a political science major, I just point out bullshit, everybody. So, <laughs> um yeah so yeah quantic dream spot out by netties so we'll see what happens with that those of you who don't know who haven't played a netties game like yeah they're they're a chinese developer there are a lot of games made it over here except for uh diablo immortal they worked on that so yeah you know there you go uh steam local network game transfers i didn't think this wasn't already available this is already a thing <laughs> uh yeah well the the specific thing that this does is if you're downloading a game from steam first it will check if you have uh steam installed on your local network and if you have a game installed on another pc on your network it'll it'll download the game from your other pc which will be faster and more reliable and then yeah. if it can't if it can't do that then it'll go back up from from steam so that's it that's all it does um, see that's i thought this was already a thing i could have sworn it was already a thing but i think well you can do like um you can play your game you can stream your games from a system on the network yeah uh, like that you can do but this is straight like just downloading it um i think a lot of people were like oh yeah this would be great for downloading like a, a skyrim mod list from my pc to my steam deck and you it doesn't work like that it just yeah. downloads the, it downloads the verified files only yeah from from the from the game like database or whatever so um i mean it would make transferring stuff to your steam deck like easier like you said it just transfers it like over your network yeah. like from one system to another so it's, you don't have to re-download anything it's just yeah it just copies it straight from your network and it's which I thought was already a thing, but I guess it's not. Yeah. So it's cool. I They're... thought it was a thing like wire that you can plug in your Steam Deck and it would like recognize your library and let you pick and choose which you want to transfer from your desktop to your deck. But I guess that was wrong. Yeah. It does that, but only like streaming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like family. I think it's like Steam, like family something or whatever. Family share. <laughs> So, like, if you have the game on, like, you, it has, like, family sharing that if you're, like, if you're in, in your family or whatever, you can, like, add people to your family 
and then you can download the game that way, but it doesn't it downloads it from their servers, not from your local network. So it's cool. They're they're te- still they're still testing this, so it's in the beta branch of Steam. So um So that'll be that'll be cool to see then once it drops like officially. Like yeah. we, we see it like kind of verify a little bit better and It'll be cool to see. So when I do get a Steam Deck, it'll be easy for me to carry my library. This reminds me that um, I now have two devices on my network that share the same Steam account. And oh yeah, that laptop, right? Yeah. And boy, did I did I I did not think that they would go as Nintendo with it as they did, because you cannot I- you cannot play two games at the same time on the same account. I mean, why would you? Well, why would you? Well, like, for yeah. instance, if I, if I want to play, like, an idle game <laughs> um, on, on my, like, laptop or whatever while right. playing a real game on my PC, you can't fucking do it. It kicks you off. It'll be like, <laughs> it'll be like hey, there's a, you got a game running already? So that game is going to stop and we're going to run the game you're trying to run now. And it's like, what the fuck? Steam? Like, it's the most Nintendo shit ever. Bro, it logs you out. Yeah, (laughs) Uncle Dolph says it logs you out and you have to pull up Steam. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to pull out the the authenticator and like log in again on the the other account. It's like fucking, it's like the most un-Steam-like thing I've ever seen in my life. Because God forbid you have two fucking PCs in your house, running Steam, or a Steam Deck and a PC, which or a Steam Deck. Market cords. It's the most unSteam thing I've ever seen in my life. Especially yeah, now that they have the Steam Deck, it's insane to me. Like it's the most you Nintendo would think thing. They'd be able to recognize like, oh, they're on the same network. Like let them just run. Like you're on the same network on the same account. It's like it's yeah, it's. It's insane to me. It's insane. So yeah, I've been running into that where, yeah, you know, as a as an idle game enthusiast, uh, I can't just have these banging. You can play like you can run the same game on one machine just fine, but as soon as soon as you get another machine involved, it's like whoa, 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 man, fucking you. Got, we're gonna turn one of these off. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Yeah. So like I understand like the potential for it. Like there's like some uh I'm sure there's like some fraud potential, like if someone like hacked your shit and it's running through device, I understand like the notification coming up and logging you out. But if it's under the same network, like you should be able to recognize that they're both in the same network, they're both in the same place. Like why be weird about it? But whatever. Yeah. So they gotta fix that. They gotta fix that. Yeah, they do. Or just like Put your laptop in like airplane mode or something. <laughs> no, because it has. So the, the great thing that Steam does, it has it has this cloud sync feature. That that was one of the things that I I love about having two devices playing the same games is that I can play one game on my on my like handheld and just turn it off, and then it immediately uploads to the cloud, and I can just immediately start playing that same game right where I left off on my PC if I wanted to do that. Like the cloud sync is so good on, on Steam. 
but you can't fucking like you can't do anything else on the same account though it's it's bonkers that's um, crazy that's, that's why yeah that's why like the like you could just play offline but the cloud syncing is like is great so yeah oh that's annoying so that's a thing. Like Steam takes a step forward for ease of use, but apparently there's like a bunch of other steps that you take forward to. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what else we got going on? Oh, trailers and videos. Lies of P got an official gameplay trailer. That's that that like that Dark Souls like, right? With the Pinocchio like theming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, looks good. I say Dark Souls like, but it's more like Bloodborne. It is more Bloodborne-y, but the same shit. Um, fucking looks good. I want to say the same shit. I like Bloodborne. I don't like Dark Souls. True, true, <laughs> true, true. You're not wrong there. Um, looks good. Yeah. That looks I'm, pretty cool, actually. This is a lot of fun. I I want to play this. Yeah, me too. <laughs> is that going to be awesome or like fucking terrible? I don't think there's like any in between here. I don't see how it could be terrible. It's like baby, baby's crying. Baby's crying. Yeah, yeah. Wife's <laughs> with them right now. <laughs> um, yeah, this looks awesome. I don't, I don't know how this is involved in Pinocchio in any way, but I'm interested to find out like what the fuck is Pinocchio about this. I don't. I, I would also admit I don't know much about the Pinocchio story other than. He lies and his nose get, gets bigger, and I want to be a real boy. So, but this is a girl, I think, a female Pinocchio. There's this so. uh, movie, the Pinocchio movie on uh, Netflix, made by um, Guillermo del Toro, the Pan's Labyrinth guy. And it's like really fucking good. <laughs> it's like What's a two that? hour movie, so I didn't finish it. It's like a stop motion animated movie. It's a kids movie, but it's not like very kiddy. Like it's there's a lot of like really dark elements I wasn't expecting there. Um, like I don't want to spoil anything, but there's some shit you're gonna watch and be like, "Oh, I wasn't expecting that." Like the movie's gonna go into that, and it's it's pretty good. I haven't finished it because it's like it's like a two and a half hour movie, and like I started watching it around Christmas time, so like I had the baby, he was crying, and I was like, "I'll finish this later." And I just never got back into it, was but it, I did like while I was watching. I think it's just called Pinocchio. Oh, okay. I think it's like Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. It's on Netflix. It's really good. Yeah, it's just called like Guillermo del Toro's po Pinocchio. It's an hour 54 minutes. And okay. it's good. Okay. Yeah, Check it's really out. good. Um, <clears throat> what else you got? The Expanse, a Telltale series. I thought Telltale was like done, like doing licensed stuff, but here <laughs> well, we go. They're back. We next yeah, I've never seen The Expanse before, so I don't know if it's a, like a good TV series, but <laughs> yeah, I never heard of it until someone mentioned that this was based on the show. So I was like, oh okay. I I'd heard the of the show before, but I've never seen it, so I don't know if it's like any good. Where's Wolf Among Us too? That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> I just want another Tales from the Borderlands, and we got it. And I was pleased with it. 
lot of people say yeah, you're not. Yeah, you like that. I don't know. But a lot of people were just very salty about that game. I thought it was great, so. Telltale's back, baby. But that well, wasn't a, the... that wasn't a Telltale joint though. That was straight up. That was. Oh a, yeah, that was just straight up 2K. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. We also got a trailer for the Invincible. It's a first-person game based on the Invincible, an iconic novel from hard science fiction writer and Polish neurologist Stanislaw Lem. Created by Star Wars Industries. They showed this at some event a while ago, and that's what put it on my radar. I was like, man, this fucking looks awesome. (laughs) It's like a it's like a first person, you know, one of those like first person narrative games. Uh uh like uh what what was that game that came with the not the quarry. I was gonna I was gonna gonna say the quarry, but it's not that. Like that, uh, God, that Firewatch. camping game. What was it? Firewatch. Yeah, Firewatch. It's like Firewatch, but in space on Mars. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like a retro sci-fi look. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's, that's I, cool. I love the aesthetic. I love spacey sci-fi shit. So this, this. I looks like great. like retro sci-fi, like a lot. I like when it's like. It's science fiction. Like we can go to space. We still use like cassette tapes. Like yeah. I, I think that's cool. Cassette tapes are like, cool. Yeah, like very like. I don't know what the term is for. I guess analog like sci-fi would probably be the best like, or retro sci-fi would probably be like the best like term yeah. for it. And then this, I, I like the tagline they have here that not everything everywhere is for us. Yeah, it's just a pretty good tagline if that. Yeah, uh, this could be something really cool. Yeah. We also got a trailer for the Tetris movie, which <laughs> can I just say, a Tetris yeah. movie exclusively for Apple TV is like the most 2023 thing fucking <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Uh, but it, it looks pretty interesting. Like, apparently the story for Tetris, like getting over to the States is fucking crazy. Um... I think it was uh, Clay put a link to a gaming story video about it that I haven't, I haven't watched yet. But apparently, like, it is fucking crazy. Like, the story of Tetris coming to the States, getting to the Game Boy. Apparently, yeah. it is crazy, which makes sense because, like, Tetris became a, a huge thing, like, what, early 80s? So there was still a lot of post-Cold War, like, you know, uh, attitudes yeah we're still pretty fresh in people's minds so it makes sense that there would be like some friction trying to get like a russian owned like property over to the states so i kind of want to see this movie now and check out what this yeah. is about and i think the guy that invented tetris got kind of fucked over like he's not seen much <laughs> residuals off of his creation which is a bummer yeah because Tetris, I will argue that Tetris is probably the greatest video game ever made. I just, agree. I would argue it's of, a perfect video game. Yeah, yeah. In, in terms of its longevity and just its strict adherence to its core gameplay, like that game unchanged is still holds up today. Like it's, there's yeah. no, there's no competition. It's like it's straight up just Tetris. Straight up is just. You don't have to change a thing about it, and it's still great. So, 
And they kind of touch on that in the trailer a little bit, too, because what does he say? He's like, it's math, like art, all working in perfect synchronicity. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, that's Tetris, dude. It's like perfect. Um, this 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 looks so over the top that I have to. Yeah, I'm curious yeah. about how closely this adheres to the actual story. I don't know anything about uh, the actual how stuff went down with Tetris, so I'm super Same. curious. But this looks Same. so over the top that I would I would watch <laughs> I would watch this. Same. I want to check it out now, and it's on my list. I'm probably not going to watch it on Apple TV. Actually, my uncle has Apple TV, so I might like use his account. Oh my baby. We got some game releases. Atomic Heart is releasing February 21st. Finally, yes. <laughs> for everything. Um, it's available on Game Pass, so start pre-downloading if you guys want to check it out. Like a Dragon Ishin. Oh, Hiccups is releasing same day. PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. That looks incredible. Is that coming to Game Pass? Because, like, all the other Yakuza games are on Game Pass. Not, I think... I'm not sure. I think if it was, they'd, it. they'd be writing it a little more. Yeah. Uh, Ungdorf said Wild Hearts bad PC port. I heard, I heard, I heard that about that. You know, the good thing about that is that it is available. On, if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you get the EA Play stuff, and you can just play ten hours of that for free with the Game Pass. There you go. So that's probably I'm I'm probably gonna do that because I think, but I'll probably wait. I'll probably wait until they fix it a little bit. They said they're going to fix yeah. it. They said they're going to add DLSS and all that shit. I'm like, you should have just yeah. launched. You should launch with this stuff. But uh, okay. So fuck EA. <laughs> EA people were quick to forget that when all yeah. Star Wars shit was coming out. But fuck EA, I didn't forget that. <laughs> Never forget. Beluga is in the chat. Said, "What is this? What I? What this are you referring to?" You talking about this show? Or you talking about like a dragon Ishin, or you talking about your it's life? More like metaphysically, like <laughs> what is anything? Yeah, what is anything? To be honest, yeah. Yeah. Do we do? Does anything exist? What is a chair? You know, does a chair? Does a chair exist? We're all just like meat puppets, like powered by electricity, man. The show is a, it's a podcast about video games, Beluga. So yeah. That's what that's what this is. You can go. We do your name live. Beluga. Do you like Beluga whales? I'm just here. <laughs> Are we all right, just man. here, Beluga? Yeah, yeah. We're all just here, man. Are you here, or are you somewhere else? What is here? Nah. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I like you, man. <laughs> Uh, we also got a Seven Doors releasing for Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X February 21st. It's a first-person puzzle game. Actually, looks kind of cool. Might be some cool shit. In here. Seven Doors. Yep. Check it out February 21st. Uh, February 22nd, we got Digimon World Next Order releasing for PC and Switch. Horizon Call of the Mountain releasing on PS5. Is that the, the VR game that like nobody's excited for? <laughs> that thing's out now, I think. Or well, I guess maybe it's it's out. What what day is this? 
Wednesday? I guess it's out on Wednesday. Oh my god, this Call of the Mountain game is $60. <laughs> I thought it was like, is this a whole game or is it just like a... No, it's a video game. What do you think it was? A fucking... The Demo? description says, feel the adrenaline rush in a riverboat ride. It's like an on-rails riverboat <laughs> ride for like $60. Are you fucking with me? I will... I've, I've seen... I watched a little bit of this game, like... People have gotten their hands on it and reviews and stuff. It's not as on rails as they make it seem, but it is still pretty, it's still pretty linear. It's like, there's a lot of climbing involved and a lot of like platform, climbing based platforming. You know, you get a lot of like grappling hooks and, and rope puzzles and stuff like that. Swinging on ropes and jumping and shit like that. There's a little bit of combat, bow based combat. Uh... So, you know, it's like a, it's a showpiece game for their new sixty dollars is steep. That's a steep price. I'm gonna say, is there like a whole ass game here, or like especially since you know you're paying a thousand dollars for the whole setup, the 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 PS5 and the VR to go with it. Uh, like this should just be free with the, the like this should be included. I, agree. I think I think you guys are fucking up with this. Like I agree. Of, I mean, I'm of... looking at some more gameplay of it here, but I don't understand. There's not enough here to make me think like this is a sixty dollar game. Like, not even a, a trailer on this page. IGN has a review of it up right now. That's what I'm watching. Yeah, there's reviews up. Um, I think Giant Bomb. I watched Giant Bombs. Uh, they did like a live little playthrough of some PSVR stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I want a PSVR, but only if Half-Life Alex is on that thing. I will get it only then. So, I'll get the whole shebang. PS5, PSVR, everything. I'll get it all. I would love to say I would, but I got a baby, so not money. <laughs> Plus, wife and I are buying a house, so, like, money's all tied up in that. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there we go. Horizon Call of the Mountain. If you want to like pay sixty dollars to ride on a boat, but like not really. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> boat ride. Yeah, a boat ride, but like not really, because you know it's VR. Kazuna AI touch the beat. Ooh, I wonder what else I can touch. Uh that's releasing February twenty second for PS5. I've never heard of this. What is it? Like a rhythm game? Oh, it's a VR rhythm game. Yeah. Kazuna AI, she's like, a VTuber. She's like the original VTuber. This is so. like, it's like Beat Saber, but no, uh, because you're not like hitting something with a saber. It's like, what is that? Like, like a glow stick, like rave, like light show type <laughs> of thing. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Uncle Dolph says Kazuna AI, my beloved. Great. Oh, Uncle Dolph likes her. It must be shitty then. <laughs> Never mind. I'm less excited for this. Beluga Moving said, on. why is it just three persons here? Good question, Beluga. Tell your friends. Yes, <laughs> tell your friends, please. There should be more, right? There should be more. I agree. There should be, there should be a thousand people in here. Uh, I've been to Japan for an idol concert. That's cool, man. The lights, yeah, they love the the light sticks in Japan. They go, they go ham with this shit. 
Um, I'm well, we upset. Said, okay. I'm upset with the state of rhythm games because no one talks about like these shitty fucking these shitty Japanese ones are just like it's like this and like the Hatsune Miku ones are like they're garbage. They're fucking trash, dude. Okay, I tell you what, play some DJ Max. Respect. Okay. Get DJ Max and then come back Here and tell go. me about fucking some rhythm games, all right? DJ Max is a Korean rhythm game. It's the best one ever. So check that one out and then come back to me about some rhythm games because these ones are trash. These ones are garbage, dude. Anyway. DJ Max is pretty dope. I'm not even like a rhythm game fan, but I was I was having some fun with that, dude. That shit was hype. It's on, it's on Game Pass, so you can check it out. DJ Max is the best rhythm game ever made. Come at me. <laughs> uh, February tw- oh, we also got Redemption Reapers releasing on PC, Switch, and PS4. Kind of reminds me of like Shadow Tactics a little bit. Shadow Tactics. Yeah. Okay. It's like a Tactics Stealth Ninja game, it looks like. But not really. It's just like a bunch of like grim, dark Tactics games. Not yeah. I see tile based movement. I'm not. I'm out. <laughs> You're cutting yourself off from a lot of good experiences with that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I know. Uh, Blood Bowl three is releasing February twenty third for PC, PS four, Xbox One, and Switch. I actually heard about these games. It's like so they're football games, but like with a really like gruesome like dark fantasy like twist. Yeah, see, like, something like this I can get into, even though it's, like, a tactical strategy game. I'm yeah. like, at least they're doing something unique with it. That I would at least, I would at least, it's, I would at least wishlist this and maybe buy it for, like, 20 bucks. My dad picked this up because he's, like, super into Madden. He loves the Madden games, right? So he picked it up thinking it was like Madden, but with like a, a fantasy twist, and he was disappointed that it was like a strategy game. <laughs> if this, if they, if they made this with like Blitz, if this was like NFL Blitz, but with like I can kill orcs and shit, I'd be like, yo, this is this is dope. Beluga said, "I'm 11." Well, tell your friends about us. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, or yeah, yeah, tell your uh, adult friends about us, preferably, but. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it weird, dude. Why well, weird? I just, yeah, we're like, <laughs> I don't know why we we're like popping with the kid. How did you find? How did you find us, Blue? Was it Parappa? Tell me it was Parappa, and then it'll make sense. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Parappa is like the thing. It's like haunting us for the rest of our lives, dude. It's like the one thing that it's like I can't. We can't escape fucking Parappa, dude. Yeah, I don't dude. know what it is. I don't know what it is. We'll get back. I will get back to Parappa at some point, but I, it's like haunting us for the rest of our lives. It's like the one thing. Like How old is that video? It's like a five-year video. No, it's more than five, dude. It's like like six or seven. I have no idea. It's it's. I don't know. He says no Parappa, so that's that's great. That is good. That's great. <laughs> I hate Parappa. Yes. Yes. Yes, I agree. I agree, Beluga. I'm surprised you even know what Parappa is. Parappa is a seven-year video. Seven years old, this video. Half a million yeah. views. It's, it's, I hate it. 
the game's <laughs> terrible. It's a terrible video game. And it follows us for like ever. Uh, yeah. People come in like, when are you gonna do more Parappas? Like that was seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why our audience. Seven is, years ago. Our audience is children, but that like explains. It, like any question you have on why is this popular it's usually kids it's usually like it doesn't it, it never makes any sense but that's always the answer mario thumbs up yes agree mario agree. thumbs up mario thumbs up parappa thumbs down <laughs> oh man that parappa video we're never gonna escape it dude <laughs> Yeah, Blood Bowl 3. Uh, Company of Heroes 3 is releasing on PC February 23rd. Grim Guardians Demon Purge releasing for PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. Okay, that, now that I I don't I didn't know this by the title, but now I now that I'm looking at it, I do know this. I played this in the in the next fest. Yeah, was it good? Was it good? It's great. It's great. It's great. It looks good. It's, it looks uh, good. It's by it, Anthony Creates. Yeah, it's it's a twist on the Metroidvania thing in the way that you get two characters and you can swap between them at any time. And they have different abilities. So, like, one of the girls is really small, so she can crawl under stuff. And the other girl has a gun, and she's the only one you should use at all times. Like, the, the girl, the, the gun girl, she has more health, and she can shoot, and she can shoot, like, in midair. And it's like she's way better than the other girl. So, yeah. <laughs> I was like, when it I was playing good. it, I want to yeah. pick it up. I want to it's pick a, it up. It's a um, lot of fun. Beluga said he can't wait for the Mario movie. It oh, looks yeah. like fun, the Mario movie. Yeah. I just I was talking to my wife about it. And we were talking about how like it's weird that he's not doing Chris Pratt's not doing a voice for the movie. Like I don't want him to be like, it's a me and Mario, like the whole thing, but like do something. Like we thought it'd be funny if he had like well, like it was weird, thick, like New York accent. It was weird that he like came out movie. and he was like, he was like, yeah, you're never gonna, you're gonna, the, our, the, the what I did with Mario, you're never gonna look at him the same. And I was like, okay, I'm, I want to see what he did. And then he's just Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah, trailer is just Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved to see like if he just had like a New Yorker like voice to him. I was like, yo, what up? It's me, Mario. It's my brother, Luigi. <laughs> Just have that yeah. the whole movie. I would have been cool with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, maybe I'll take care of Mushroom, or I'll fuck your mom, you stupid Goomba. Like, that'd be fun. <laughs> that'd be fun as fuck. <laughs> like, but no, like, instead we just got Chris Pratt doing Chris Pratt. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm jumping here. Yeah, hey, I'm jumping here. <laughs> I'm jumping here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that'd be fun. Oh, that's never going to happen. As much as I'd love to see that happen, it's never going to happen. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but no, Grim Guardians looks fucking dope. Yeah, that's a good game. That's a good game. That's coming out. It's on my wish. It's going to be on Switch so I can play it because I have a chance to play it, actually. Uh, February 24th, we got Clive and Wrench dropping for PC, Switch, PS4, and PS5. I've never heard of this. What is this? A 3D platformer starring Clive the Rabbit. Oh, it's got him shirtless, like three set, like ten seconds into the trailer. Nice. So <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna hit that furry crowd pretty hard. I think that's what they're. Oh, you know what? This looks fun. Yeah, I, I was making jokes. This looks. Yeah. This looks pretty good. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it in action. I was like, you know what? This actually. 
This looks like a video. Reminds me of like, reminds me of like Crash Bandicoot mixed with like Jack and Daxter. Yeah, it's like it reminds me of like those PS2 platform, like a uh, like a Sly Cooper, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Okay, I'm wish listing this. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's actually. You see, this stuff comes out, and you're like, "This looks silly," but then, yeah, that, you see it in action, and it's like, "Oh, you know what? There's a there's an audience for this, and I might be in it." Yeah, yeah, this looks cool. Look, do you guys do gameplay? Yes, we do. Yes. Um, wasabi more than me. I have a kid, so I don't have time to like <laughs> stream as I want to. Um, but yeah, we do do gameplay. Uh, we you just missed it. Uh, wasabi did a next fest. Yeah, um, 12, marathon a little while ago. Straight hours. Just go on our, go on our, uh, just go on the channel, and uh, you'll find just yeah our uh, archive. Everything's in there. So yeah, gamerverse, gamerverse.com/slash YouTube, gamerverse.com/slash Discord. Hop in our Discord. Yeah, hop in our Discord. We're always like responding. So tell your friends. It'll be fun. But not the eleven-year-old ones. I'm. I have to <laughs> emphasize that. <because laughs> well. <laughs> Because you know, I I I want I I don't know I don't want ki- I don't want a bunch of kids in here. I mean, it's fine it's fine that you're here, but you know we say words like fuck and shit. So, like, you know, so like if you're cool with that, like if you're cool with that shit, like yeah. <laughs> I was cussing in front of my baby the other day. My mom was looking at me like, "Don't swear in front of your baby," and I'm like, "He doesn't understand me." Like, <laughs> He's not gonna understand. No, Clive and Wrench looks pretty dope, actually. I'm wish listening that now. Yeah. Um, Kirby's Return to Dream to, to ah fuck, goddamn. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe, releasing on Nintendo Switch February 24th. Kirby's great. Love Kirby. Pud's in here. I love Kirby. Yeah, what up, Pud? <laughs> no worries. My mom is in here. Great. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Octopath Traveler 2 is also releasing for PC, Switch, PS4, and PS5. I forgot that's like a thing that's happening. Um, <laughs> yeah, the reviews are out for this, and they're saying, like, ah, it's, you know, if you like the first game, you'll this is probably better. So. And I like the first game. It's just like uh, the way they told the story is like really annoying. <laughs> yeah, because it emphasizes on like this, like who my dad is. Is your dad cool? <laughs> is your dad cool? Is he cool with us saying stuff like fucking shit? <laughs> Does he let you have a sip of beer as long as you don't tell mom? <laughs> That's what my dad would do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always the dads, right? It's like here, taste this. I'll tell your mom. Parents <laughs> put some hair in your chest. <laughs> oh my god! The second one integrating two character stories is good. What are you talking about, like Octopath Traveler? Because like, so is it integrating? Is it integrating like two character stories like simultaneously? Because the thing I hate about the first one is that. It's called Octopath Traveler, just like eight different characters, right? And they all have their own story, their own like motivations. And a second character adding commentary. Okay, that's good. Because like in the first game, 
it was these characters like by themselves so like you would start the mission for that character's like story and it was just like them you did that eight times <laughs> <laughs> like every chapter and it was like, then, like super eventually obnoxious. eventually they do like meet and you get to see how everyone crosses paths right isn't that the thing if they do i didn't get that far okay. i was like 20 hours in i didn't even get all the characters yet and i'm like i can't imagine doing this like I'm assuming, I, I'm assuming that's what it does because if you have all these different characters as soon, at some point they have to meet somehow and then the story they then the story progresses that's what I'm assuming but okay no one no one got that far <laughs> dude it's a it's a fucking slog man like it's okay it's like so you 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 choose the character you want to start with that's like your main character from the beginning right out of the eight and you you play through the first story mission and then Matt tells you here's who the other characters are like go meet them or you can play your character and just do their story and then when you play through it you get to that other character story and it's like you watch a whole like it's like a beginning of the game again but for another character right and then it's you do that like seven more times and i'm like oh my god i can't i did that <laughs> like for the first like four characters no first three characters and i was like i got a whole team and I, was like, I can't imagine doing this like five more times. So I put it down. Um, I'm sure it, it gets better, but that's like something that was like really repetitive and it was getting, it was starting to wear out its welcome like really early on. Huh. Well, maybe, maybe this one does it better. Maybe. I hope so. I'll probably try this one since it's on, uh, it's got Denuvo on PC, which is a bummer. But I hear a uh, live alive does it a lot better because it's not like as bad but oh, really? i don't know i haven't played live alive crap dad's here gotta go peace out beluga <laughs> thanks for stopping by thanks for telling your friends beluga yeah That's beluga guys i look forward to seeing more of him yeah me too or her but not like in the weird discord mod way just like yeah. in general yeah. <laughs> i don't know uh, why yeah. we're popular with with kids man it's it's alarming i think <laughs> yeah we definitely don't like put up kids content like <laughs> cringe groomer okay what did you say earlier Dolph like little girls yum is that what you said <laughs> our I best like girls are that. little girls is that I what like you said he, he said that and we didn't bring it up until now <laughs> yeah we didn't bring it up until now but he's like trying to be an asshole <laughs> You know, I think it was like small girls, yes, or something like that. Yeah, small girls pog. All right, <laughs> just saying, dude. We're trying to like avert that stereotype, but you're like, nah, bring it on. That's who I am. I'm Uncle Dolph. I like small girls. <laughs> I just, I, I want to go, I want to go on the YouTube analytics and reanalyze. <laughs> what it thinks our audience is because i don't remember seeing i don't by age i don't remember seeing 11 in there but uh you know so i think their 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 measurement tools is is wrong well it could be possible too that they're like not saying they're 11 on their profiles like you know they're, yeah, they're, you think they're all lying yeah that's, that's what i did not all of them but a good chunk of them because if you put down your age it's like 11 like it gives you like kids YouTube. Uncle, you guys mentioned small girls first. Okay, in the context of like, oh, this this character in this game is small should get fit in tight places. You're the one who was like saying how pog they were. So don't even start with that, dude. 
But don't fucking try to like twist this around, man. You're the weirdo here. <laughs> don't even start with that. You got receipts, motherfucker. Like, don't come at me with that. <laughs> oh man, this took a weird turn. I know Octopath Traveler Two looks pretty good. Um, I'll have to go back and finish the first one. All I heard was small and tight. Yeah, I bet that's all you heard, huh? You fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem, Bob. That's all you heard, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, Octopath Traveler Two looks pretty good. Oh, there's a demo up, so you can try the demo, and I think it uh, carries over into the uh, full game. So that's always nice. Yeah, that is nice. I'll have to go back and finish the first one, and then maybe I can muster up the energy to beat the second one. I'm still playing Xenoblade, so like, that's all my time's been going to. But yeah, we'll see what happens next. Uh, that's gonna do it for the show, though, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for coming on. Say hi. Thank you, Beluga. Thanks, Jokers. Uncle Doff, you all right? He's got to watch what you say, man. I wound up on a list because of you. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done making jokes. Um, well, that's going to do it, guys. You can go to GameOverse.com, GameOverse.com slash Twitch, GameOverse.com slash YouTube, GameOverse.com slash Discord. Uh, jump in there. Tell us how old you are. Yeah. Not that it matters, but just for you know analytics purposes, uh, it'd be it'd be nice to find out what what's up with that. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, just chat with us, hang out with us, play video games with us. That's yeah. the thing that we like to do here. No matter how how old you are, uh, we can enjoy a nice video game together. Uh, oh, false yeah. alarm! Beluga's back. Hello, Beluga. Show's over. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Uh, but glad to have you here. Glad to have everyone here. I gotta, I gotta rife through some good uh, show titles for this one, because uh, <laughs> a lot, a lot came up here. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's gonna do it. I got an idea for a show title. Just a quote from Uncle Dolph: "Small and tight" is all I heard. <laughs> <laughs> all right there it is that's what that's what we're gonna use so all right thank you thanks for thanks yeah thanks everybody bye